things that that's an Orwellian technique a Marxist technique to focus on and emotionalize and horribleize these less than two percents and then dramatize it and then use that to justify elective abortion, which is what we're talking about. Elective abortion is 98% of all abortions. They set up shop in, in uh, low-income, pri primarily minority areas. They do that on purpose. The bills that they that we've passed in California, they they have a disparate racial impact. You can point to that and look at that. And when yet when you point something like that out, you say, look, you're targeting minority poorer communities that you're called racist. So we're now having a potential conflict between state laws against pedophilia, rape, uh, you know, incest, things like that, and reproductive freedom, which is now a constitutional you know, right in California. That Welcome to Business Game Changers. I'm Sarah Westall. Okay, this is part two with Susan Swift. And man, did I get some blowback on that one just for asking questions and trying to insert some you know, so we can get some ground rules on getting some stuff off the table. If I didn't force that conversation, that was not going to happen. And man, did I make people angry. I can't, I have to be a doormat on my show. Say nothing. Let people present. Otherwise, people get really angry because they have a certain view of what it, a conversation is. So people are so used to like traditional interviews where the format is something where I ask a simple question, they do a bunch of talking. I ask a simple question, they do a bunch of talking. They aren't used to the conversational styles. They aren't used to needing to establish some certain things up front. They just aren't used to a different way. And so you get so much pushback because this is what I demand. Those people who yell at me and demand things probably aren't supporting my show, aren't supporting me, but they think they have a right to yell at me, abuse me, send me emails telling me to shut up. I mean, the rudest comments I think I've ever seen. So, and I knew this was going to trigger people. I knew this show was going to be a trigger point, but my gosh. And so if you are on one of those extreme ends where you get triggered by everything, then maybe I'm not for you. And I, I apologize, but my show is really about conversation and I sometimes I got to force myself in there to be able to have a conversation because when people are very passionate about an issue, you, you don't really get a word in edgewise unless you force it. I mean, I've had people on my show that have just, and I don't want to name names, but I have people on my show in the past who have pretty much taken over and that's all they want. They don't care about me. They want to use me, run me over. You've got an audience I want to talk to. I'm here to talk to your audience and I don't give a crap about you. So if I don't make, force them to actually talk about certain aspects it doesn't happen so i know i triggered and this part second two is probably going to be better for those who i triggered because we got past a lot of those issues that i really wanted to confront and discuss up front and make sure they got discussed because i'm not a platform just to come and do a big shout out and presentation and then walk away this is a conversation and i know it's not for everyone but i hope you like this this is uh my part two with Susan Swift. And I also want to remind you, please go to my website, sign up for my newsletter and support my affiliates. That's how I keep getting this information out there. I don't know anybody who else who's willing to at least try to take a in-between rational, try to get some discussion going on this. Uh, everybody is so extreme nowadays and I just, I'm not going to be on the extreme fringes. I just, I'm not. I want to have rational conversation where we where we unite people from all walks of life. That's where I'm at right now because if we don't have these conversations, we are gonna have some serious issues 
Not that we don't have serious issues now, we do. That's why we need to have these conversations. Okay, let's get into my part two with the great Susan Swift. Well, the problem with that, it's child, yeah, it's, I just published a thing, it's child abuse. I am sorry, there is no other, that, that, it It strips parental rights. Whole thing is off the cliff. But you can abuse children by stripping parental rights. And that is literally what we've done with SB 107, which uh, allows any, it allows the state to take custody of a child who wants to transition, right? SB 107, look it up. I'm not making this up. It, It allows the state to take custody of that child away from parents, all right? And we also have Proposition 1 that says the state shall not interfere with an individual's reproductive freedom. Individual is already defined in our law. Individual means a person. It's not limited by age. So you can have, the state can take custody of a 10-year-old or a 12-year-old who wants to transition and take that child away from parents. God, why would anybody live in California? If, and Minnesota is going in the right. same Why direction. They, they even are leading. At least some in of these California, things. we don't have all Why that are, snow. You don't want to have kids here. <laughs> well, you're like a, yeah, we're a cold San Francisco over here. But I, I'm telling you, we and we're leading on a lot of things. We're, we're scarily. I know. I think it was, were you um, Minnesota and then Vermont? They also, I think Minnesota had a Proposition 3, I believe, which was their version of reproductive freedom. And I think Vermont had a Proposition 5. So I think you're California's little sister for sure. I think if I've got that right. So, or maybe it was Michigan. I'm sorry, I'm wrong. It's Michigan. The other other crazy We're stripping parental rights to destroy the family. That's what, what you do. Abortion destroys a family. And, and now you're taking away parental rights and you're encouraging people to kill their own children. This is an attack on the family from the top down. And now we've got Javier Becerra, right, under marching orders from Biden and the abortion cartel to make sure that pro-life states start uh, mandating that we, we can get these abortion drugs and abortion procedures in the pro-life states. That's what they want. They want to shut down the pro-life clinics, as you you pointed out. This is all, it's a concerted effort to override life and to override family and to, to kill babies. Well, I think there's, I, I think there's more. Yeah. And I think there's more, a bigger agenda too. I know we have Javier Becerra on record on video saying, quote, that we, he says, we know the vaccine are, are, is killing Blacks, Latinos, Aborigine people, and you know people of color at twice oh the rate goodness. of whites. Oh my goodness. We have him saying that. Uh, and, and then we have health officials that were looking into it and wanting to inform the public who were being told to shut up. So we have whistleblowers on that side too. So that's all coming out. But these people have, they've known that. We have that on record from last April, 2022. So this is great legal stuff that we have because we know that they're know that they're killing people and they're doing it anyways. And then they're lying about it and telling people that it's safe. But now with babies and stuff, they've, they've, it's, it's a bigger agenda. They just want to kill off a lot of people or something with babies. They in California led the, the cause on this one where they were saying that babies could be aborted I know after about that. We, their birth. We, there we were fought, five we fought states. That tremendously. Um, yeah. It was, it's AB 2223. Now what in the world can I, can I, can I have you like do the, your best and tell me 
what in the world? How did they try to sell this as it being good? What they try to sell there? it as being good? I mean, they, as... They, they didn't sell it. They just pushed. It what through. is your? They just push it. Through. They push it through. What? When anybody challenged them, right? What was? Did they have any kind of? I'm just trying. It's me trying to understand. I'll how did they even? Yeah, I'll Go ahead. Uh, Buffy Wicks is purportedly the assemblywoman who wrote the bill. I don't believe she did. I was told by Emerald Robinson that it was an Obama who did it because Buffy Wicks is not bright enough to write this. Okay. I call her Buffy, Buffy <laughs> the baby slayer Wicks because she proposed this bill. Here's the sale. Here's the sales pitch that they did. They said, um, well, it's just terrible to prosecute a woman for miscarriages or stillbirths. Um, and so we want to make sure that we protect a no woman who is lost a child and is suffering that loss should be prosecuted by uh, a rogue prosecutor okay and everybody agrees no why do we want to prosecute who would who would not agree with that nobody okay. no all agree this is okay. the hook that planned parenthood got in because i'll give yeah. you the background if you want it there was a, a woman i believe she was a meth addict she'd already had 10 abortions um she uh gave birth to a baby that was um addicted to meth i think, believe it died and a prosecutor attempted to uh, uh, uh prosecute the one the mother for child abuse i believe that that was the background of it um and th everybody got outraged um because you shouldn't prosecute her right okay so let's protect this woman. I it's just, uh, these guys, these people are off the rails. Okay, so that is their... They're, they're, the sales pitch was, well, we, we want to protect any woman from, um, from prosecution for miscarriage, stillbirth, abortion, and perinatal death due to causes that occur in utero. Okay, let's walk through that. We already did miscarriage and stillbirth. That's a uh, baby dies by itself and then, you know, it's dead. And then there was no action outside the woman. The woman's okay. the, the woman and the dad, the parents are traumatized. Right. So, I mean, I but anyways, keep going. And we know now that they they put in abortion, okay? okay? And we know what abortion uh, is. It is the intentional killing of a human being in the womb for purposes of killing the human being. So they've got that in there. And then they added this fourth thing. So now it says a woman cannot be prosecuted for abortion, period, okay? No matter no matter when, abortion, whenever. And then the fourth category- like Five minutes before she's ready to give birth, right. okay. The fourth category, the fourth category is the one to focus on. Perinatal death due to causes that occur in utero. Perinatal is a term that's already defined. It means after birth, just like prenatal, is before birth perinatal is after birth so now we're talking about the birth of a baby born alive and, and is now dead perinatal death due to causes that occur in utero okay what does that mean this is now a baby born alive separate from the mother you can't argue that it's part of my body it never was anyway but now it's physically alive and separate but now it's going to die due to causes that occurred in utero. Hmm. Well, what would that mean? We went many, many times saying, what does that even mean? We don't, you don't have a definition of this. Buffy Wicks couldn't explain it. She didn't know, but I can give you a couple examples. How about botched abortions, like chemical abortions or surgical abortions? When they go in and, you know, you've taken chemical drugs, the, the, the mifepristone and mifeprostol, that, that drug combination, that can result in babies being more and alive. It, it resulted in a one in the UK, Daily Mail reported, a 30-week-old baby was born. He was he lived four days and then died, okay? So chemical abortions can result in the death of a baby after birth. Also surgical abortions. We already know there are survivors of abortions who've testified they were, you know, they were tried to be killed by saline injections or by surgical abortions, and yet they've lived to tell the tale. 
That, that's why we have the uh, uh, Protection Act, Child Born Alive Protection Acts federally, and I think also in the state as well, because sometimes- Because they're a human being now. Right, because abortion yeah. is to kill the human being, but if you survive an abortion- Well, right, I know. We should- but we should protect you as a, a living human being, right? You're you're now alive. We should protect you. You're yet... a separate entity. You're a you're an American citizen with all the rights under the U.S. Constitution. The moment you're born, and you're separate from the woman's body, and nobody can argue. Yeah, that. well, that but in under AB twenty twenty three, if it is a perinatal death due to causes that occur in utero, perinatal, the, as I've explained to you, the perinatal period is defined already in California law. It starts at conception and it goes through to the first month of life. So the perinatal period is about 28 days long after this baby's body. So if this baby- So they're taking away that baby's- um, If the baby dies- rights, They're taking away the, the, the let me explain constitutional Let me explain rights. more about how, how clever this law is. It strips- the the coroner's duty to investigate a death, a perinatal death, due to causes that occur in utero. So long as anybody points to a cause that occurred in utero, like, well, I I uh, I wanted to have an abortion. I tried to have an abortion. That's my preferred pregnancy outcome is an abortion. I took these chemical drugs. The baby was born. It lived two weeks and then died. No one can investigate it because if you do, even the mere threat of investigating, why did this little baby that, that's you know less than 28 days old die? Why did it die? You're not allowed to ask because AB 2223 also installs a private cause of action that gives the mother and anyone who assisted her a private cause of action for $25,000 plus attorney's fees and costs. So, okay, well, let's, 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 let's dissect. This is evil. Yes, I mean, it it's pure evil It means it's because it's, it's pretty much, it's stripping, it's stripping a person of their, it, it's redefining what, what it means to be human the law, and saying the law that covers, somebody who's 30 days old, isn't a human the being. The law covers up the, uh, the death of the baby after an attempted abortion. So you can smother the baby or kill the baby after it is born and no one is going to investigate it. You can point to a cause and say, well, yeah, it was due to causes that it, it's going to cover up the data. It is going to, it, it is. Well, they don't even have to try to get an abortion. They can just decide, Correct. I don't want this baby after two weeks with no abortion. I'm going to just stab it or kill right. it or do whatever. And then and say that's that it was due to causes that occurred in utero, whatever that means. And you're not allowed to investigate. So this will cover up, basically, this is to set up, because California knew what it was doing. It's going to be covering up any incidences of chemical abortions that are botched, botched chemical or surgical abortions. Did it pass? Oh, yes, it's passed. It's is law. it going to pass? Oh, yes. Okay, it so is. now it's a law. Yep. Okay. Yeah, you can. Are people just. You can kill a baby up to 28 days. I don't old. know how anyone can even, anyone can accept this. Okay, so. Are people waking up out in California or do you have a bunch of zombies walking around? I mean, cause this is beyond, this is, this is beyond. I mean, this is no longer a rational. That's why I started this whole interview with some of the rational or even though it's, is a psyop stuff, yeah. it's still rational conversations. This is no longer rational. This is a, this is an agenda. The agenda is to dehumanize the unborn so that we can actually erode the constitution. Let's think about what our declaration of independence says. It says our rights come from God, not government, and that our, that we are endowed by our creator with certain inalienable rights, among those being the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness in that order. You can't have liberty uh, if you're dead and you can't pursue happiness if you're dead. So the right to life is the foundation 
foundation of our Declaration of Independence, and it informs our Constitution. If I can dehumanize you as a baby, right, and I, I'm just going to call you a fetus, I'm going to call you a zygote, I'm not going to call you a baby, I'm not going to call you human, I'm not going to recognize your unique DNA, I'm not even going to recognize it up into the first month of life, because if you die due to causes that occur in utero, and the mother mother's preferred pregnancy outcome is a dead baby, I don't have to recognize you as a human being. You see how that erodes all of our individual rights? That is the attack. This is a, it is a huge, I believe, global attack to, to end the American exceptionalism, which was the notion that the, we, the people, then have our inalienable rights, which means you cannot be separated, they cannot be taken away, and then we decide to give power to a government. That, that flipped the switch the, for the whole world. That was, that was American exceptionalism. Up until that point, we had pharaohs and we had kings and queens and the feudal system and governments dictating to the peasants what they had to do. America is the shining light that says, no, 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 our rights come from God and we bestow on government certain limited powers. And now we have a, a, a deep state, if you will, who are seriously trying to erode the humanity of the unborn. We're starting there. And as soon as you can uh, abort someone out of inconvenience, well, guess what? Uh, grandma is really inconvenient because she's got Alzheimer's and she's 93. That's right. She's inconvenient. You know what else is inconvenient? A two-year-old who's having a temper tantrum. They're inconvenient. Uh, college students are dependent as well. So when you start saying, well, well and traffic victims, we can traffic, exactly. we can traffic these poor people from Colombia right. or they're wherever Guatemala right. because they're, they're nothing. The, they're not valuable. It was the basis for slavery. This, this notion that, that people aren't human, that blacks are somehow subhuman, right? And therefore we were justified in owning them. We fought a war to correct that lie. And yet here it is again is saying, well, somehow this this person over here with this unique DNA is not human because of its location. That's a lie. And that's why we have to push back against it. And the, the only way that we're really going to truly end abortion is to, to is with compassion and love and to come alongside these mothers and to give them the hope that they need and say, you know what? That's right. It's OK. We will we'll partner with you if you don't want to be a parent. There's adoption and we can fix the adoption system. Don't worry about that's that. right. But that's what we do. And and those two percents, when we're talking about rape, incest and the life of the mother, those are so rare. I believe if we could solve the 98 percent of the inconvenient human being argument, if we could solve that, the rest of it would solve itself because we should get to a point where abortion is truly unthinkable. And as far as just so I mean, if we're talking about truly the life of the mother, say with an ectopic pregnancy, preeclampsia, diabetes, something that is literally threatening the life of a mother, because that sometimes happens. It's rare, but it happens. We already have laws in place. That's what doctors do. They say, I'm going to triage. I'm going to do the best to save both lives. But you know what I do is I premature delivery. I remove that baby. Maybe it's only 12 weeks old. Okay. At least I treat it humanely and give it a chance at life. That's and right. someday our science can get to the point where perhaps that baby can survive. They're talking about artificial wombs. It's called an ectopod, for goodness gracious. It's somebody's concept but right now. But if we have artificial wombs to grow people, I'm sure China would love to do it to create their master race, right? But if we have an ectopod, let we might be able to get to the point where we can, we can save a six-week-old baby save the mother, deliver the mother from whatever uh, life-threatening uh, challenge that she's facing, but yet save that baby, put it into an ectopod and allow it to live as well. 
You see, so that, that, that's why viability fails when you look at all of this. This is a human being and it is deserving of the same respect as the mother and the father who created it. Well, and I think we've gotten to the point where they're, they're so good at the psychological operations yes. to convince people this is for your freedom. This right. is for you. When in reality, it it's to harm them. They're enslaving them, Absolutely. but they can't see it. And that's the messaging that we have to get because I think there's a disconnect. I, I don't, I, what we're doing isn't working on how, how people are fighting it. And we got to get to the, the people and say, this is not for you. They are hurting you and they don't love you. Look at what they've done in other areas. They want to enslave you. These people. They want to enslave you. These That's people are to... okay with, yeah, they're okay with human trafficking. Yeah. They're okay with all these uh, brutal things that they're doing. So they don't care about you. No. And so it's important that you understand they want to depopulate you. When they say that the, the people who are supposedly for the black community are the same ones pushing a vaccine that's killing at you twice the rate as they are the whites. Yeah. And by the way, our whistleblower is a black man that was trying to come out with that and was threatened, shut down, told he was going to get fired wow. in a, in a non-direct way because all he wanted to do was communicate. Wow. This isn't, this stuff's important that people understand. Yes. So I, I, I do think there's rational arguments to be had on this, but we are far beyond these rational arguments. This is not rational and they're, they have a bigger agenda. Mm -hmm. And that's why I had to kind of clear some of that stuff up with you. And I apologize because I know you're fighting at such an important cause, but I, I have to get through some of that because that's what people are working through in their brain. And they're dealing with this agenda, this psyop that we're, confronted with and there needs to be a lot of wisdom when we're dealing with the real issues that people have on the street but we also have to understand that there's a bigger agenda here there is. it's big it's ugly and they want to destroy it's us how can they get so many people in their army to destroy themselves and their own family. Uh, I, I believe it is some sort of po population control, as we've seen with Margaret Sanger and and uh, trying to control the blacks, browns, and Catholic population. That's where abortion came from. That's the you know the Planned Parenthood. That's the idea. And and you can always go there. I've got so many different articles on our website, which is righttolifeleague.org, righttolifeleague.org. And the most recent one is about how the HHS is really demanding. You know, we're we're we need more abortions, public health emergency, more abortions, got to kill more babies. Right. HSA, they just need to be shut down because they're also <laughs> right. actively paying their, our tax money. I just had a whistleblower on HHS is the one supporting the human trafficking coming over the border and our tax money, they're actually working with traffickers and hiding them and shielding wow. them. And I have, I had, I had one whistleblower on a couple of weeks ago. I just talked to another one. He is getting cleared to be able to talk to me and there's more be going on behind the scenes. Wow. This is real. And HHS is so bad human that I don't even know if it can services. be reformed. Isn't it, it's ironic. Even the name is, is kind of Orwellian human health services right? The Department of Human Health Services. Yeah. It's it's ironic to me. But uh, just remember who's in charge of it. That's Javier Becerra. He's a very big pro-abort. So be careful, whatever. He's the one that said yeah. it. Yeah. He, he's the yeah. one that doesn't, he doesn't care that it's killing blacks at twice the rate of, as whites. And he's going to push it and tell you it's safe for you. 
So that guy, I don't know what's the, what kind of mental problem, or he's a MK Ultra, or he's some kind of blackmail or something. I don't know what causes these just people simply the money. to do the things well, they do. I think do. it truly is simply follow the money. Look at the abortion cartel and and linked with pharma. By the way, what what HHS has just done through the FDA, I just let let you know, um, they have authorized Walgreens, CVS, and uh, Rite Aid can now distribute uh, the chemical abortion uh, by prescription. That that what that has done. It doesn't a chemical abortion doesn't don't I mean I've heard of people being in the shower and passing their baby. They don't realize that their baby comes out looking like a flipping baby. Oh, that's so I mean, sad. they're sitting there that's looking so at a baby. It's traumatizing because they think it's just gonna be blood and whatever, and it's it's that's hard, so but it's blood. Like you having a heavy period. Oh wow! No, no they, it, this baby comes out of your uterus. I mean, yeah. you end up looking at a tiny baby. Of course, yeah, that's because ex- that's what it is. It's a baby. Human being. I know. But what what the HHS has done now, well, through the FDA, they have re- so reduced the risk evaluation and mitigation strategies, the REMS that the FDA uses to balance the risks against the benefits of medication. That now it's so low that that, that the FDA is allowing. Walgreens, CVS, and Rite Aid to distribute the abortion drugs, the chemical abortions, mifepristone and mifepristol, to uh, over the not over the counter, but by prescription. What that's going to do is that that is going to create all of these pharmacies are now abortion clinics because what girls can go do, they can go online, they can do a telehealth visit. Um, so that they don't actually have to see a doctor. They don't have to get gestational dating to make sure that the uh, the baby is only 10 weeks gestationally aged because it's not safe to use these drugs past 10 weeks gestational age. But they won't know that because they can they, they can just um, go online on a Zoom call or telehealth medicine and say, well, I think I'm about eight weeks along. And the clinic, the, the Planned Parenthood or the abortion clinic will give them a prescription to fill for the chemical abortion drug without ever having seen that. That's because the FDA has allowed it. And then they can now go down to Walgreens, CVS or Rite Aid and fill that prescription and then take the drugs, go home, and they can abort their baby into a toilet. That is what is starting to happen because of the FDA, because of the HHS allowing that kind of the, the ease of uh, gaining this these ter- terrible drugs. It, it's not about the health of the mother anymore at all. It's just about getting abortion. I've heard that these mothers, yeah, I've heard that these mothers have, their baby has come out of them. The baby's struggling to survive. Mm-hmm and is sitting there moving around struggling to survive they just look like a, a newborn baby yeah. that's that's half the size yes. and these mothers are absolutely these poor women are absolutely traumatized yes. because they're not they're not what's they're not informed they're, they are they're told the lie by yes. Planned Parenthood well it's a clump of cells it's just pregnancy tissue you'll just pass it into the toilet and you can give you, you can give birth to a live baby because of these abortion drugs that that's one of the risks that that are associated with it and not to mention the the powerful uterine contraction the mother herself can have hemorrhaging that can that won't stop she can have toxic you know shock syndrome kind of and sepsis yeah there are real serious risks they don't care but, but they are not they, they no one's going to tell them this because it's all now it's the fda has allowed it to be telehealth by mail and now you can just go down to walgreens cvs or rite aid and pick up your abortion prescription that and you're going to be aborting human beings into the toilet 
and it's all going to be covered up. It's going to, do you see that the data, we're not going to be able to collect the data. Half of the time, we don't, most of the states don't collect this already. And now we're, we are, we're now authorizing pharmacies to hand out this medication so that girls can go home, literally just have, go into labor at home and deliver babies into the toilet and never know, right? And then go, oh my gosh. I didn't know. That's what chemical abortion does. That and, and and by the way, the euphemism that they call it, they call it a medication abortion because that sounds better, doesn't it? A medication abortion. But it's 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 a drug cocktail that that starves the baby to death. They have convinced these yes, it, keep it going. It starves the baby. Mifepristone is also called RU486. It's the French uh, abortion pill that started in, it came over in 2000 through the Clinton administration in uh, partnership with the Rockefeller Population Council. Doesn't that sound creepy? That's right. That, that's what, that's it, what is. it is. Okay, that's RU486. It's mifepristone. And it's it, thanks to the Bill Clinton administration and the Rockefeller Population Council, they brought the abortion drug into the United States. The FDA started to uh, evaluate the risks versus the benefits of doing that. And now, over time, since the 2000s, they have been slowly reducing the restrictions on its use. It used to be you had to at least go into a doctor and see and, and get an ultrasound to make sure that you were only so far you know, 10 weeks along because it wasn't safe for the mother. Again, they, we all know what the drug does to the baby. It kills, it starves the baby. Mifepristone interrupts the uh, progesterone, the natural hormone. Can they feel and it? it starves the baby to death. And Do you think they feel it? Oh my gosh, I don't know. I, I know that the it? science that we have out of, I guess, Louisiana and Florida, we know that babies feel pain at, at 15 weeks, but these are, these are living you know human beings. I mean, when they circumcise, and they circumcise those little course. boys at, at birth they that they actually feel of course it. they, they, they feel, feel it. it no 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 just feel it they feel it like five times like much more extreme than we do as we get older their their nerves aren't fully developed so they feel it worse than we i do. i have no information about it but to me it's like why would you, ever, you should look into that because that's that what i've just you, read why, we couldn't do this if, if if we were talking to PETA and we were doing the same things to puppies and to kittens, they would be up in arms about that. And yet we're doing this to little bitty boys and girls in the womb. We're starving them to death. And then we're subjecting them to premature labor and they're being born. Some of them are being born alive. Maybe they die beforehand. I mean, and and it, 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 it is so, it is so barbaric to starve a baby to death like that, to starve them over two or three. Yeah, I it's just so heard the story of a of a of a woman who who um was told that she would just have clumps of cells and blood. She the baby came out when she was taking the shower oh, and she saw this little baby, you yeah. know. Because it, she picked it up, went to the the planned parenthood and was freaking out at the people saying, You did not tell me that I would deliver a baby. And that's that's because they that's don't. That's the because Planned Parenthood code. never. But that's even the Nuremberg Code yeah. because it's not informed consent. Correct. We're dealing with basic crimes against humanity in the Nuremberg Code because they can't. They're just flat out lying right. to people. They call. They, they they don't. They re, they do not refer to the baby as a baby or as a human. They dehumanize it. They use product of conception, pregnancy tissue, things like that. They never tell you right. that this is a human being. And we know from science, we know that it has unique DNA. It has fingerprints and eyelashes at 
very, very young ages and it's unique little fingerprints and things. And th this is all developmental. You know, we already know this. The science is right there. This is an individual human being with unique DNA that will never be created again. And yet we've got these abortion cells lying to you saying, well, it's just tissue. Well, yeah, I'm a clump of tissue walking around. Let me tell you. So are you, Sarah. You're a clump of tissues, right? So am I. We're all I have too of many tissue. clumps of I have a, a little few too many clumps of tissues in certain places. <laughs> I do too, right? <laughs> but but you see that that's why it's a lie. You can but say yes. well, it's just a clump of tissue. Well, of course. So am I. So are you. We're all clumps of tissues. But that's the lie. Yeah, they're agree. trying to dehumanize. It's the lie. It's how they're spinning it. Yeah. But they've spun the same thing with COVID. They're yeah. using that same playbook that it's a psyop. It's psychological it psyop. manipulation. It's a best. psychological manipulation to, to convince you. And then they convince you to fight against yourself. Yeah. They're your fight. It, that's what slavery is. What Mark, uh, 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 Harriet Tubman mm -hmm. said that she would have been able to save a lot more slaves if they would have known they were slaves. Oh. The biggest obstacle to her saving lives was they just didn't know they were slaves yeah. and that's that's the same thing that we're fighting right now we don't we can't get to them they don't know they're being abused yeah. and it's very sad it's very tragic that's why again the way we end abortion is to come alongside women and counsel them and love them and tell them the truth show them the ultrasounds that's something else Planned Parenthood and abortion cartel will never do they won't show you the ultrasound because you can see the baby's heartbeat you can see it. You can see the little, you know, little nose and the little it, arm buds and the legs. You can see it. And then, and when, when women do, I think it's like 75% or 80% of women when they, maybe it's more, I, I don't have that step actually, but they, they look at an ultrasound and they choose life. That's why seeing ultrasound, right. it, 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 it educates them. It shows them, oh, that's a baby. Like the woman who had the baby come out of her and she had no idea. If she would have right. saw that baby inside her, she would never have done that. That's right. That's why that's why that's that's why what the FDA is doing now is very criminal because they have lowered the standards, the risk evaluation mitigation strategies for the chemical abortion. It used to be a woman had to go in, talk to a doctor, and at least get a gestational dating on how far along she was. It used to be way better. And, and they, they it was we way should better require. We absolutely should require all women to see the ultrasound before they choose abortion. Absolutely. That's right. There's a traveling, there was, this was about 15 years ago. There was a traveling um, exhibit in the science museums mm -hmm. of babies at different gestational yes. ages. Yes. And you, 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 that was the best thing for people to see. It was absolutely the best thing because when they were a month old, they looked like a baby. I, I didn't know that until I saw, this was a long time ago. Maybe it was like 20 years ago. Maybe, I don't know how long ago it was. The time goes by really fast, but I saw that and I walked through and I said, Oh my gosh, everyone needs to see I have this. something for you. Hang on a second. We actually, we, we made um, a little, a, a game that's an educational game for students, for young students to show them, you know, different states. And we would ask them, well, what, you know, when does this happen and everything? So we made these cards up. Here's one of them, right? That's a brand new one. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a six week old. I have unique DNA. My heart beats regularly in rhythm. My brain has five areas and a developing nervous system. My lungs are forming. I have a little nose and tiny fingers and toes. That's at six weeks. And then we have this one. This is 15 weeks. This is what a baby looks like at 15 weeks. That's they have eyelids and
eyes and ears and arms and legs, and they, they have cute little fingernails. The baby can swallow and move, but my mom can't feel me move yet. And my kidneys make urine. Yeah, they're doing so. And when you see those babies, like, um, because what we, what the science museum had were actual, the little baby. Yeah. You know, they, it wasn't a picture of a baby. Yep. It looks even more, it looks even this is, more this real than that picture weeks. that you're showing us. Mo at 22 weeks, you can still abort these babies. The, she has unique fingerprints and hair and eyebrows and eyelashes. She sleeps She's almost wakes. fully formed. These are yeah. all, this is, these are real, you know, these are pictures, right? The hiccup at, tw at that sure, age, no, they probably. Hiccup They're hiccuping. Like, like six and eight weeks. We've got a video of that. It's the most darling thing. Yeah, little, my, I know my kids were big hiccupers. <laughs> I'm like, oh, geez. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's cool. I, w I loved my second pregnancy more than my first because the first one, I was just like, what the hell is going on with my body? The second one, I'm like, oh, this is so cool. So I'm excited to be, my kids are now, my old, my youngest is now a senior in college. So my wow, next phase is be grandma. Correct. Yeah, she's a senior in college. Yeah, she's going to grow. That's my youngest. So, um, yeah. So my next phase in life is to be a grandma. Oh, <laughs> I can't even imagine. My youngest is 14. So I have a ways, but, okay. but my oldest has, uh, has now had her grand, her, her child. So I am now a grandmama. You are a grandma. Yeah. Yay for you. I got my I'm excited to be a grandma though. <laughs> People tell me I don't look like a grandma. Well, yeah, you promoted a grandma. Cause then I, I always, I was kid around with my kids that I'm going to be the best grandma. They're going to come <laughs> over. They're going to be, I'm going to give them a bunch of candy and send them oh, home. Oh yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> I'm going to wear them out and have I a lot I kid around. Fun. They get mad. You will not. Have all the good fun. Wear yourself out and then just go home and, and sleep so mom can have a nap. That's the whole idea. That's right. That it, I'll be more like that, but I was giving them crap. I have to give my kids crap. So anyway, <laughs> if this was a good conversation. I, you know, there needs to be deep conversations because people need to come along and 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 under and fundamentally understand what's going on. Because when we come across because they've been duped yeah. they've been lied to they've been lied to by the abortion cartel they they've been told that that what that baby is is not a human being and they're they're being sold on the lie that it's okay to somehow uh dispose of this this pregnancy tissue because it's really not a baby and you see that that that's a lie when you tell it's a lie this is a this is an unborn human baby this is all of the only difference is that you it's it's evolving and developing just like you are like like you know when you're when you're two years old versus when you're 92 year old right that that's that's evolution that's right. and, and development right you you develop just like that so when you explain that to women and when they see the heartbeat when they see the little baby moving they know that it's a baby and they can't kill it and that's why the, the ultimate no, danger to it's abortion like is, is ultrasound and the truth, the truth of science, which is this is a, a unique human being and it deserves just as much life and, and rights as you do. And that's why we have to we have to love that baby and love that mom and come alongside her and give her the hope and the support that she needs so that she chooses. That's right. And we should restrict abortion.
we shouldn't abortion again is 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 just killing what we should do is we, it should only the, the and we already have laws in place that say look if if the, the true life of the mother is at risk it, it's threatened we already have things in place that will save the life of the mother and can also respect the life of the baby right. deliver that yes. baby maybe prematurely yes. and someday that you know a lot of them are, are living at 20 weeks That's they can right. survive and there, there's nothing that says we we you know we shouldn't do that why don't we recognize both lives and save both lives? That's right. I've pu I published an article, a great article, just the other day on truth is love, yeah. and it's a they're synonym synonyms, and it was just such a beautiful article. So people understand there's a difference between truth and knowledge and truth and yeah. data, and and people need to understand that. And because we're really being put through a psyop here, and this is on all cylinders and these poor people are being convinced to do something, something that's evil. truly wrong something it's truly wrong for them yes, and them. it traumatizes them for and, life and i mean can you imagine living with knowing you killed your baby yeah. it ends and it ends their genetic line that's right it ends their genetic line you're not going to send your genetic material into the future because you're killing your that's own what they want. exactly that's what they want that's just like like Mengele and hitler and all those guys they're trying that's to create right. a huge a super race and so the people that they don't want to have babies they want to make sure okay let's 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 offer them abortion we'll sell them abortion and their genetic material will cease to exist there. you know what's interesting is that is that I would have thought 10 years ago I would never would have believed that people like that are actually controlling our world right now yeah. You know, that we actually truly have technocrats, Nazis, because Nazis were technocrats. We truly have them who are that crazy, who are running our world right now. It's, it's very frightening it, that they want. That. It, look, it's all about control. Instead, we're really seeing a, a, a global fight between individual liberty and government control. The, the people who want to control you, those those are they're on one side. And then there are people who let let's. Let's be individual and free. And and I I control myself. I determine my destiny and what foods I eat or what medications I take or all of that. That's individual liberty. And and it it's much more now. It's very apparent to me that we have one side that's always wanting to control others in the population, and 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 mandating. Well, you're you're even yes. out here in California. Well, you you can't use a, a gas stove. It's not healthy for you. We're going to take away your gas, you know, you know, your natural gas stove, and we better control all the fossil fuels too, because that's not healthy. You see, it, it it's all about control and telling what other it people is. can do or can't do with their lives, because we don't want them to be free. That's and they're trying to convince them it's for, for them, for their it's health. for them, and so that you can live better. But all that happens is all of those people are living with less and less right. freedom and and more and poverty more dependence on government and that is how you grow there's, there's slavery. Yeah. more and more dependence and 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 desperation and now we're finding people running to the that's government right. demanding solutions that can come from the private sector that can come from individuals that's but right. when you've crippled individuals and lied to them then they don't have the solutions then we turn to government and that we can't do we must remain individually uh, self-reliant and we must be the ones that are offering solutions not the government They're, the government is never a solution it is a necessary evil at best that best where is 
where can people find more information about you and your efforts and support you? Sure. It, our website is right to life league.org right to life league.org. Um, and we're in California. We're in like Los Angeles County. So uh, we, we, what we do is we educate against, um, you know, bad pro-abortion laws. We tell the truth about abortion, that it is simply murder. And the third thing that we do that no one else does is that we, uh, we offer our services for free to pro-life clinics, centers, and maternity homes all up and down the state of California to help them keep their doors open so that they have the, the tools and the training and HR boot camps and employment uh, tips and all of the corporate, you know, compliance issues that they face, they have somebody to talk to and, and say, what do we do? That's what we do to make sure that they keep their doors open so that they can minister to these women. Because these pro-life clinics and centers and maternity homes, their boots on the ground. They're convincing women of the sanctity of life and to keep their babies and making it possible for them. But they face, uh, you know, persecution by California Big time. attorney general. They're trying to be shut down and, and run out of business. And so they have to be in, in corporate compliance of all things. They've got to, they've got to, they're medically licensed clinics. So they've got, they've got to make sure that they're doing everything by the book and they don't know where to go. So they reach out to us, the right to life league. It's just so interesting. Things have gotten so out of balance, um, but okay. We have, that's where we're at right now and we got to fight it. So thank you so much for joining the program and thanks for fighting and doing everything that you're doing because we really, we need that. Right. I mean, <laughs> my God, I can't okay. even believe we're in the situation we're in. I, I know it's crazy. And you can go see the, the our most recent article, which is about the HHS. And it, it details how Javier Becerra, uh, uh, with orders from Joe Biden, is trying to push abortion into these pro-life states. That's up on our website, righttolifeleague.org. Okay. Thank you so much and have a beautiful day. God bless you and God bless America, Sarah. <laughs>